welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told in the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. And I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is from Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, Roger Gregg, with his Crazy Dog Audio Theater, actually the artist behind the work today. Now, in case you've been living underneath a rock or not listening to recent radio drama revivals, you may have missed out on uh, my live radio drama Halloween Spooktacular that was this past Saturday, live from Portland, Maine. Um, And we're going to feature the original of a retelling that was told that night. The piece is The Ghost Behind the Black Door, which is found on the Crazy Dog Live Collection. As I said, I did retell it in my live Halloween show, which, by the way, was totally rad. It went very well. It had an excellent group of people to work with, um, actors from the Mad Horse Theater Company and other professionals here in Portland, Maine. Uh, wonderful sound effects. Uh, great crew. Uh, Diane Ballin, who's often uh, was a guest on the show and also um, attends Nadif a lot. She was there taking a video that will eventually go up on YouTube. Uh, wonderful group of people. Awesome night of audio. And uh, pictures of that will be coming soon. And there already is the audio at RadioDramaRevival.com. And in fact, if you are hearing this podcast, there is a chance that you have downloaded the live Halloween radio drama show from um, 2009 that is on the podcast now. Go listen. Uh, we hope to be bringing the show back next year. It went really, really well. And um, again, this piece um, was featured on it. This time it's in, in Ireland. The original was in Ireland, not in Maine. And I think you will enjoy The Ghost Behind the Black Door. Um, hopefully to work with Roger again on a piece like this. It was splendid to be able to work with a play that was um, obviously penned by one of the greats and uh, just really, really well adapted to be told before an audience and to break the ice for our live show. So hope you enjoy the original Ghost Behind the Black Door. And now, live from Creepy Studio One in the Creepy Radio Center, Crazy Dog Audio Theater presents a creepy tale we call The Ghost Behind the Black Door. Far away back out in the west, as far as you can go till you can't go no more, there sits a manor house perched overlooking the cliffs of Kilna Featherbend Pajin. Now and again, some poor soul who doesn't know any better decides to stay there. The house is haunted, full of angry ghosts, all roaring at each other, shouting and carrying on. I know, because tis my poor lot to take care of the place. Yet, uh, just last week, there was these two yanks. Twas morning when we arrived at the front door. <laughs> oh, my God! It's just so perfect, isn't it, Herbert? Yeah, yes, dear, it's... P- 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 this secluded country manor is gorgeous, Mr. Mahoney. Uh, my name is... A tip? Of course, Mr. Mahoney. Uh, no, Mrs. Not at all. My name is Manny. You poor, simple rustic filled with authentic local color. I understand. Oh, you do, do you? Herbert, what's huh? wrong with you? Why huh? haven't you given Mr. Mahoney a tip? I'm so sorry, dear, but my hands are... What fo- is fo- wrong with your hands? Well, I really Mrs. You don't have to know. Herbert, you always embarrass me. There's something wrong with your hands. Well, you have no problem using them to scratch yourself in public. I'm so sorry, dear, but I'm carrying the suitcases and your... Speak, Herbert. Speak. Laptop. Oh, I see. It's all my fault again. Well, you told me to carry the luggage. What do you think these simple people are going to think of me? Me, famous Irish-American author Colleen O'Neill. I don't know. I am so sorry my husband is inept, Mr. Mahoney. And Manny. And we will, right now, 
Herbert, put down the luggage and pay Mr. Mahoney. Now! He's getting impatient. Okay, we are part of that. Uh, yes, dear. Really? Oh. Herbert, oh. you're turning this into an international incident. Here you go, Mr. Mahoney. Uh, thank you, sir. You're very kind, sir. Yes, sir. And if I may say so myself, sir, I'm sorry for your suffering, so I am. Yeah, sir. well, I, I try. Uh, more power to you, sir. Do you know, you'd be well rid of this one. What? Uh, anyway, anyway, I'll just put the key in the latch for you, dear, now. I hope ye crazy yanks know what you are letting yourselves in for. This is a fierce, woeful, desperate place altogether. The only thing that lives through the night here is the rooks nesting above in the loft. Yes, it is like a picture postcard, isn't it, Herbert? Yes, dear, like a pop. This is the perfect location for writing my new novel. It shall be a, a moody, moody romance. romance. Yeah. I can see it already. Uh, me too. My story will be set right here. A brooding drama of a young girl living with her scheming, jealous stepmother and her father, Lord uh, something or another. Ah, but the daughter, my heroine, she's young and beautiful with long, long flowing, flowing red, red hair. hair. Then one day she meets a handsome young peasant with flashing blue eyes, rough, strong hands, and well-rounded well buttocks. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's a grand story altogether, but uh, when you're ready, I'll open the door for oh, you here, Mrs. Yes, I see you're pointing at the door. Let's go in. Herbert, get the bag. All right, yes, dear. so, suffering oh. mother of God and the child of plague in this world, saints of the holy indulgence, have mercy on me for stepping inside this cursed place. I can't wait to see the inside. Oh, my God! Fantastic! Look at that huge sweeping staircase! Oh, yes, in my time alone, 13 souls have tumbled to their deaths down these stairs. Oh! Pushed by an unseen ghostly hand. They were after opening the black door above. Huh. All of them landing right where you're standing now, Mrs. Each with a twisted smile on their faces, smiling like this. Oh. That's a great idea, Mr. Mahoney. I will have my photograph for the back of this book taken right here on this huge sweeping staircase. I uh, uh, can I put the luggage down now, Colleen? No, Herbert. Why don't you stand there all day holding oh, them? Oh, but I'm really... What, are you helpless? Do I have to tell you everything? You always do. Yes, Herbert. Put the luggage down. Okay. No, no. Uh, uh, ju ju just off to the side here is the big double doors to the grand ballroom, but yes, you don't ever want to go in there. All right, Mr. Mahoney, let's go in. Uh, no, Mrs. No. I'll open the door. No, I can't even bear to look in there. Oh, oh my God, it's a grand ballroom. Wow. This is the perfect place to set up my designated work area. Did you hear me, Herbert? Your work area. Look at those huge windows and the view. The cliffs, the sea. What atmosphere. And there must be so much history in these walls. Oh, you're right about that, Mrs. For twas here that the bodies of the dancers were found. Oh. The story is that at the Grand Ball of 1967, huh? two lovers went off for to be alone in the room above with the black door. Oh. Next morning, they had all danced themselves to death, and there was the Hucklebug record still playing over and over to the Hucklebug, to the Hucklebug. I'm going to work here all day long with no interruptions, Herbert. No interruptions. Options, Colleen. Oh, it's so wonderful. It's so atmospheric. I swear I can even hear music. Yeah, 
Yes, I hear music. Can you hear it? Uh, no. N no. Oh, Herbert. Uh, no, it, uh, do you follow me now, please? I can show you the other rooms. This way, please, now. Up the stairs, please, when you're ready. Come along, Herbert. Mr. Mahoney doesn't have all day. Uh, yes, dear. Just along here now. This is your bedroom, which is grand and big. Yes, it is. And where is Herbert going to go? Oh, uh, I see. All right, so. Oh, well, this room then uh, across the hall can be for himself. But, yes, I wouldn't be sleeping alone in this place at all myself alone, so I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Mr. Mahoney, what's that strange door down there? Well, that door there? Yeah, that long door at the end of the hallway. The one that's painted black. The black door? Yeah, the black door. The uh, black door. Oh, come here to me now, till I tell you. If you both want to stay alive, don't you ever, ever open that door. Yes, Mr. Mahoney, let's see what's in that room. I just love a mystery. Oh, holy God, save us. Oh, suffering mother of the wound of Christ in the bite uh, uh, and father of Dear, holy God, I, I don't think Mr. Mahoney wants us to go in there. Well, he seems quite... Mr. Mahoney, I'm not Yeah, but, but really... I'm Colleen, he's praying on his knees. Oh, tis locked my heart. Oh, sweet Jesus, come down off the cross and preserve us from all harm. Thanks be to God, tis locked. Well, uh, if, you're, if you're all settled in, I'll be off. I hope you last the night. And just remember, don't open the black door. The black door, okay. Good luck to you. Herbert, why were you so rude to him? What? Come on, don't just stand there. Set up my designated work area. Yes, Colleen. So straight away didn't Colleen O'Neill, who she was as hard at work typing away on her computer in the ballroom for a designated work area. The stately black carriage approached, and she heard the menacing voice of Squire McGuire. Top of the morning to ya, he roared. She quickly dashed away, spurning the proud squire in his arrogant manner. She would not be tamed, not even by the richest man in the county. Herbert! Yes, dear? What are you doing up there? I'm packing, dear. Your racket is invading my designated work area. I'm sorry, Colleen. There's nothing I can do. The house is very Don't old. you blame the house. But everything creaks. I mean, the floors, the, the door. Frick! Show some consideration for a change. All right. I'll just spend the whole day unpacking in slow motion. I heard that, Herbert. Oh, what, dear? This is supposed to be a supportive relationship, and I'm not getting that support. Anything you say, dear. Hmm, now, where was I? Oh, yes. She would not be tamed. Hmm. Something strangely called to her as she dove into the soft Gaelic plumes of the gorse bushes adorned as she was with their fleshy yellow flowers. Her emotional feelings and yearning desires were as tangled as her long red hair as she lay arching on the billowy nettles. And that's when she saw him. A rustic, earthy peasant, handsome and strong, 
his massive, firm, hurly stick swinging to and fro as he strode through the potato field. And then her eyes met his. Herbert, for the last time, stop walking around. I am trying to work. Hello. Oh. <laughs> you startled me. I'm sorry. Tis only myself. I, 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 I didn't see you come in. I'm sorry, but have we met before? Oh, no. No, you wouldn't know the likes of me, but I know you. Oh, well, yes. I'm recognized everywhere. I'm Colleen O'Neill. The author. I suppose you want an autograph. Oh, no. I was just out in the field, like, and saw you sitting there through the window. Oh, I see. You work here. I couldn't help seeing that you seem troubled. I do. I am. Oh, yes. Your man above, he's after troubling you, isn't he? What? Oh, oh, you mean Herbert. A fine, fine woman like yourself deserves better. Yes, I suppose I'm sorry I... it's not my place to be given out like I'm just a fine cut of a handsome peasant. With a manly chest. What? Oh, never mind. But you're right, Herbert does get in the way sometimes. So he is in the way, is he? He enjoys interfering with my work. You know, I have an old hurley stick in the shed out the back. It's old, but the ash is strong. The end of us would cut through what's ever troubling you, you know? But I'm here to work on this book I just started. Here, let me read you the opening. The first paragraph is so important. Hey, where did you... He's gone. Hmm. As Carleen O'Neill sat below typing away in the ballroom, poor Herbert spent the entire day upstairs unpacking everything as slow as a dry slug in the hot sun. That is... Until he heard something from down the hall. Hello? Is, is somebody there? Colleen? Oh, no, it's just, just the wind. Oh, this place is full of drafts. Ooh, now to unpack the last suitcase. Perfect! Oh, yes, dear. What is taking you so long? Hurry up already! Sorry! Oh, how the heck can I hurry up and make no noise? Crazy woman. I say anything. Don't you start with me, Herbert. Must be that wind, dear. Herbert, there is no wind. It's perfectly calm. What? I said it's perfectly calm. calm. What? Everything is calm. Anything you should say, dear. <sighs> What's wrong with Florida, I said. But no, she said, we have to go to the old country. Her old country, so she can write another crappy bestseller. Oh, help me. Please help me. H hello? Oh, you can hear me? Yes, I, I hear you. Where are you? I'm down here, locked in this room. The room with the black door? Yes. <laughs> please, please help me. Let me see if I can let you out. Oh, thank you. Please hurry. It, it, it's no use. It, it's it, it's locked. You must get the key. Who, who are you? Why are you locked in there? I can't explain. Not now. I've been waiting so long. Oh, oh, oh please don't cry. I'm here and, and I'll help you. Oh, your voice sounds so very kind. I hear something so wonderful, so sensuous in your manly voice. Oh, uh, <clears throat> thank you. Did anyone ever tell you that? That's funny. People used to say that to me all the time. What is your name? 
Herbert. That's a lovely name. Who are you, Herbert? <laughs> I, I used to be a, a big TV talk show host. <laughs> but then I met Colleen. You poor, poor man. Oh, it's not so bad. Oh? Just listen to yourself. That's not the real you. I can hear something buried. Can you? Something denied inside you for a long time. Something wonderful. Am I right, Herbert? Yes. Sometimes I remember how I used to be. Of course. <laughs> Every night I'd, I'd come out on stage on my TV show and say, Hello, I'm Herbert Hartford, your award-winning host of Point Blank. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, tonight we're coming to you live from Carnegie Hall. And joining me tonight is Bill Gates. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I do a monologue about politicians or sex or sex with politicians, you know, that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'd forget about the cue cards and I'd just improvise. Imagine me improvising. It sounds wonderful. Yes, yes. It, it was. But I'm, I'm uh, not, not that person anymore. Oh, why do you deny it, Herbert? Because it's that woman downstairs. Uh, uh, Colleen says I must focus at working to build a supportive relationship. No. No. That's not where you'll find happiness. Your true bliss lies elsewhere. Where? Open this door. I can't. It, it's locked. Then find the key. It's hidden in the house. Herbert! Look for the key. I'll find the key. And then you and I can... Shh! Don't say it. Your wife is coming. Don't tell her I'm here. I won't. I promise. Herbert, who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You have been up here talking and doing God knows well, what else to you yourself. You ask me to unpack. Don't you take that to Well, that's what me. I've been doing. Who do you think you are? Her Her Herbert Hartford. Well, you listen to me, Her Her Herbert Hartford. I've been hearing a lot of voices. What voices? Oh, never you. Mind. He saw. Who right, saw? He what? saw right away what was going on no, here. Nothing is going on. I've been unpacked. He pack. saw how you bully me in this relationship. <laughs> me B bully you? All right, you play your little game, but don't you think people don't see? He certainly does. Who? Who are you talking about? Never you mind who. He's special. Not like you. He sees how I'm suffocating. You suffocating? Yes. All day long, you've done nothing but sulk about slamming doors and banging things, invading my designated work area just to stunt the blossoming of my feminine creative energies. I have not. I've just been... I am not going to let you dominate this conversation anymore. <laughs> I'm going back down to work, and if you care about our supportive relationship, you will not make a sound. Yes, Dear, anything silence! I need absolute silence! Oh. oh, Herbert, I hear you suffering so much. Please find the key so we can be together, you and I. Oh, I'll find the key. Oh, Herbert, I want to hold you. And I, you, I'll find that key if I have to tear this place apart! 
Night had fallen, and Colin continued working on her book as your man Herbert set about turning the place upside down, looking for the key to open the black door. He was making a fierce racket. It was a forbidden love. Her stepmother had locked her in the upper room, a room whose only window overlooked the watery sea. Where is it? They were trying to drive her mad, to make her go crazy, but she would not be suffocated. Gotta be here somewhere. Oh, yes. They would try their best to prevent her, to come between her and her heart's desire, but she would make them... Oh, shut up! Colleen. Oh, 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 it's you. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I, I was hoping you'd come back. I know it's not my place to say anything. No, do say it. Where the hell is it? Listen to him. I've got to find that key. He's driving me crazy. I hope you don't take offense like, but a beautiful woman like you shouldn't have to take this carry on. You're right. You deserve better. I do. Someone who can support you proper. Yes. Someone who took one look at you uh-huh. and fell in love. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh, oh you're a tremendous woman. Oh, you're rough Oh, you're only mighty. Oh, you're rounded. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe if you got that old Hurley out of the shed. Yes. Yes, you're right. I'll get it. I'll get it right away. You do that. I'll be waiting here for you, Colleen. I've searched every room in the house, except, well, except the ballroom, her designated work area. Well, we'll just see about that. Oh, the door's wide open, and she's not here. Good, good. Hey, listen to me. I'm improvising, <laughs> speaking freely for the first time in years. Oh, Herbert, come to me. I'm coming. I'm coming as soon as I find that... Wait. That black cabinet. Yes, that's where it must be. Ah, I have it. The key. I found the key. Herbert, hurry. I'm coming, my darling. Colleen, you have the hurley. Yes. You must go and find him and set him straight. Yes, I'll set him straight. Very straight. Oh, Herbert, have you the key? Yes, yes, my dear, I have the key. Ah. Herbert, it's unlocked. You've done it. And now, I'm opening the black door. Come to me. Oh, Herbert, is that really you? Yes, it's the real me. Oh, you're so handsome. And you, you're so beautiful. Mm. Oh, Herbert, improvise. Improvise for me, Herbert. What, here? Now? Yes. Let your mind wander as freely as your hands. Yes. Okay. Hello. I'm Herbert Hartford, your host of Point Blank. Thank you. I just wanted to say I've never... Oh, say it. Say it. I've never felt so... So alive! Oh, Herbert! Oh, Oh, my God, it's Colleen. Stay with me. Don't let her take you away from me. I won't. I won't. We'll close the door. 
Herbert, I know you're in there. Go away. Leave me alone. Oh, I wish I could, Herbert. Let me in. No. What did you say? You heard me. Open the black door, Herbert. We need to work on our relationship. <laughs> what relationship? All right, Herbert. You leave me no choice. How's that, Herbert? Taste of your own medicine. Your constant selfish noise pounding into my head. You don't frighten me, Colleen. Not anymore. You'll stand up for yourself. But I tell you to stand up for yourself and not before. Oh, yeah? That does it. No. What are you doing? I'm going to go out there and settle this once and for all. No, you must stay here. Don't worry, my dearest. I'll be back. Colleen, I'm coming out. You hear me? Colleen. Colleen. Co Colleen. Where are you? Right here, you worm! Ah! What are you oh, doing? What's Herbert, that she's trying to kill you. Richard and Colleen. I love you, Herbert. I love you, Colleen. And I love you. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Watch out! The staircase! We're going to fall! And in the morning, that's how I found the pair of them. Lying entangled together at the bottom of the stairs, just like all the others, a strange smile on their faces. I put the hurley back in the shed and hid the key to the black door. And on a dark night, they say you can still hear voices and them yanks roaring at each other along with all the other voices that's gone before. You told me to unpack. Don't you take that tone with me. Who do you think you are? I'm hurt. Dog Audio Theater perform live The Ghost Behind the Black Door Written and directed by Roger Gregg With Phil Proctor as Herbert Hartford Melinda Peterson as Colleen O'Neill Michael Murphy as Mr. Mahoney and the Handsome Ghost And Anne Byrne as The Ghost Behind the Black Door Music and sound effects by Owen O'Brien, Morgan Jones and Roger Gregg Our producer is Ethna Hand and our sound engineer is Mark McGrath To find out more about Crazy Dog Audio Theater's award-winning productions Visit our website at www.crazydogaudiotheater.com Dot com. And that was Roger Griggs, The Ghost Behind the Black Door from the Crazy Dog Live Collection. Good stuff. In fact, that whole CD is full of awesome audio goodness. Um, some other pieces on there, Ferdier the Druid, I think back in the spring we heard that. Um, the Phantom Chancer we have not heard. Sunrise Boulevard we did hear. And there may be one other, um, all stuff that he did with the RTE before live audience. And uh, really, really good. I think you can find it on ZBS, zbs.org. Of course, Roger's got his own site, crazydogaudiotheater.com, crazydogaudiotheater.re.com. Um, he also has a lot of stuff on sound effects. That was very helpful for me putting together my live show was to find out uh, sort of stuff that Roger had played around with. So if you ever want to know how good audio is supposed to be done, listen to Roger Gregg's stuff, people. Okay? Got it? Good. All right. Uh, next week, I'll be introducing you to We're Alive, a story of survival that is a podcast of a zombie assault in Southern California, because what would a second helping of horror be without zombies? Um, it's sort of a Resident Evil survival horror um, set with a group of um, hodgepodge people, a uh, bunch of Marines from, back from Iraq, as well as some uh, Southern California 
lasses, uh, pretty fun sexual tension, and zombies. What else can you want? Um, so that's coming up next week, and if you can't wait for more, do check out the blog and podcast at radiodramarevival.com. We've got often promised news, reviews, and discussion up there. Um, you can always find us on iTunes as well. Search for Radio Drama Revival. And that wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by me, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains to their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio station. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com, the labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.